You Found Fishing Without Bait, a podcast dated Ah, You Found Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime dedicated to a life without definitive expectations, where we generally have depression and anxiety from either trying to live up to our own expectations or, more likely, our perceptions of what others expect of us. We help people explode into their lives through full impact mindfulness and creating themselves rather than finding themselves. The only entrance requirement is the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. If you're welcome nowhere else, you're certainly welcome here. And today we're going to continue our conversation with the delightful and insightful Mallory, who we found on Instagram and what she does is show us how she's expressing thoughts and feelings through art and how she got here from there. Welcome back, Mallory. And some of these paintings, particularly this one, this one definitely caught my attention. So what, uh, what comes to your mind when you, well, tell us what motivated this. Well, when I made this one, I tried to pick colors that I normally wouldn't use. I At the time, I was picking a lot of blues and a lot of yellows. There's still yellow in this one, but it's a bit more of a muted, kind of muddied sense. And it almost looks like all the colors mix up together, which if you're talking about different feelings, that can be talk about how sometimes you're not really have a clear sense of what you're feeling. You just know something's happening. You might not be feeling your best. But as you could see the lines, there is a pattern. It seems to flow just how like the good times flow and the bad times also flow. So I'd say even though this wasn't isn't the brightest on appearance, there still is that yellow in the background. It's ready to pop through just when it flows on and good times are coming soon. So generally when we describe something or, or we take things from our own perspective, Mallory, it's generally from what in my world would be called relational framing, which would be your perception of objects in front of you are based on your memory and experiences of the past. So to me, this, I often suggest to people that life's like a current. And we all go through currents in life, and sometimes those currents flow concurrently with another person. And then perhaps through no animosity or ill will, the currents go in other directions. Okay, and if people understand that, that they're on a journey and their life's a flow and a current, uh, it gives them a better perspective. So generally what we like to, I like to tell people is when I first meet them is, is that you're a spiritual being, you're having a human experience and it's your attachment to this human experience that is doodling your life up and that life is absurd and People generally try to put order onto chaos. And I tell them that when they grasp those three things completely, our work will be done. So, let's, uh, I'd like to talk about this one. This one has one of my favorite names. I called this one Party Bird because it looks like it is having a celebration. And if you want to go about absurdity, I think absurd is definitely something that could be used to describe that. And I would happily describe a lot of my work as absurd. Now that you, when you talk about being absurd, I can see right here, I can see the uh, beak. I can see the head. I can see the body. Yeah. Now that you mentioned Mm -hmm. it. So a lot of the work I make, if you look at it, 
just right away you will just notice color and i hope that you know the color is enough to attract attention but i hope that for the people who might want to take a second look maybe a little bit deeper they'll notice something hidden that's something i try to do it's kind of like an i spy book like oh the picture looks interesting on its own but then if you give it a little second look a little bit of a deeper you'll notice some hidden characteristics that you didn't get at the first glance so I think this is a good example, like right away, it just looks like an explosion of all different colors. But if you look a little bit differently, you'll notice almost like a pelican type bird in the midst of all the colors that are present. Was that intentional? Yes. Wow. This is just unbelievable. So unfortunately, most people go through life superficially and just take things at face value. And as we've talked about on this show a lot, Mallory, uh, life and all this mindfulness stuff is not about going to Thailand and sitting on a satin pillow in a saffron robe surrounded by 10,000 candles going mm, all day. It's about paying attention on purpose, being right here and being right now. Keep that too. I'm right here. It's right now. Okay. Because a person's time is the most valuable asset that they possess the most valuable thing and it's the most valuable thing that you can give to anybody. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, a lot of my work, I make it for the people that have a little bit of time makes you take a step back. You look at it, you're like, Oh wow, that's interesting. It's just abstract. And I hope to encourage people with any art, any books, any other creative aspects, just anything, just take a moment, take a step back, a deeper look, Maybe look at it on a fresh day, fresh eye, invite a friend, have them look at it, see what they see. And that's just something I really want to try to emphasize is just when you look at something, anything that you think is beautiful or just appealing in any way, just take a moment, take it in, you know, look at it from a different angle. It's a big thing in photography. Try to see everything from different angles and see what you can pull out of something. Everyone can change perspective. What we talk about in the Buddhist world is having a beginner's mind uh, versus an expert's mind. Uh, I always liken an expert's mind to a horse race. Have you ever seen a professional uh, thoroughbred horse race on TV? Or yeah, on TV. Yeah. So these big, magnificent animals, and they can do one thing, and they can do it very well. However, what do they have over their eyes? Blinders, they right? Have blinders. So. An expert's mind can only see in one direction according to what the t their template of their life is, okay? Have you ever been around a three- or a four-year-old child and they look at everything with wonder and yes. joy? <laughs> yeah. So when do we lose that? When do we lose that beginner's mind? I'd say the moment you start comparing yourself to others. The moment you start to compare yourself and make yourself less important, less talented. You can have two people doing completely different things. Some things just cannot be compared. And again, the flowers don't compare themselves to other flowers. They bloom. And one of the most challenging things that any therapist does is try to assist people in being non-judgmental. Yeah, that is something that I know I try. I, I think we all could use work on. I mean, I know I can. Well, I have it tattooed across my chest. Who am I to judge? And if we, this is where mindfulness comes in, Mallory, because words mean something. 
mean, if people were more mindful with their words, such as in the Buddhist world, I might turn you into a Buddhist before this is over, uh, there's three filters, three gates that a word can pass through, hopefully before it leaves your lips. Number one, is it true? Number two, is it kind? But most importantly, is it necessary? How many words does a person say in a day that aren't necessary? I mean, with me just alone, I add like in a lot. <laughs> so I definitely uh, surpass my necessary amount. Well, sometimes I'll challenge a patient. I'll say, today, here's a challenge for you. I'd like you to actually listen to more words than you say. That is something I definitely can bring. <laughs> well, from what you're saying here, you're incredibly well-spoken and insightful. And if I thought you were a bag of moldy cheese, would get around to let, gently let you know that. Uh, but however, you seem very insightful and a well-spoken young lady and seem to uh, have a lot of wisdom. Yeah, I think the more you experience in your own life, whether it's just connecting with others, doing your own hobbies, your own passions, just trying new things. Um, I feel like that's how I've really learned a lot about myself. I mean, I definitely haven't always felt this way, but, you know, through time, persistence, you know, there's a plan for everyone. If you're open to it, you'll, you'll find your way. So the idea is to deal with the discomfort of blooming. Uh, in the 12-step world, there's a Pollyannish statement uh, that some people use. It's, you know, God doesn't close one door without opening another, but they never tell you where that door is, okay, or give you a map. But in the 12-step world, we say, yeah, that's true, but it can be hell in the hallway. So the idea is, is about how do we, most of what I do is try to help people navigate the hallway. So tell us about some of the times in your life when you were in the hallway and watch how you navigated that. Well, I think for me, the biggest thing to overcome was sharing my work. I got to a point where I was getting more comfortable with painting. I was liking what I was doing. But all I was doing is I was texting my relatives and I was texting my five close friends. I was sending them pictures and like, look what I made. And that's about it. I shared about with not even 10 people. So that's about was my comfort level. And one day... I decided, I was like, I have to start somewhere. Um, when I was in school, I lived in a dorm. And what I did is one day I just picked seven pictures and I just put it on my door. I never got a comment from anyone on my floor about the pictures I put up. But for me, it was like the first step I actually took toward putting myself out there. I mean, I didn't really think anyone was going to look at it or compliment me. And I, I hope no one would dislike it, but, you know, teach their own. But it was the first time where I actually put myself out there for anyone to comment, anyone to react. And once I did that, I felt a little bit confident in myself. And I decided to make an Instagram account to show my art to anyone who could have it. And I decided not to make the account private. I wanted to make it public. I wanted to say, you know, hold that standard to myself that if I want to pursue this, if I'm serious, you know, I'm opening the door for all the opinions, all the feedback, because, you know, that'll help me improve as a person, as an artist, as just whatever. So I'd say taking that first step, I felt so uncomfortable putting something up on my door. It sounds so silly to sit here now and talk about it, but at the time I was, I was pretty nervous because no one else on my floor had anything on their doors. 
and I was covering mine midway through the year. You know, I was, what is someone going to be like? Oh, does she think she's so good? But these are all made up scenarios. This never happened. Honestly, everyone was doing their own course of life that they didn't even pretty much focus on that. But it really was like eye opening for me that I'm not the center of the world. No one really is looking at what I'm doing. If I want to put myself out there, I have to actively do so. And that can be good, can be bad, can let me experiment and not have all eyes on me. But when I want people to look, they will be there if I am findable. There's a difference between confidence and arrogance. People don't want to be around arrogant people. They'll follow confident people. And here we get back to the I choose and the I am statements about validation, affirmations. Do you ever use any affirmations? Oh, yes. They help me go. They keep me going. Tell us about that. Um, one I like is no excuses. I am a person that has 101,000 excuses I can think <laughs> of for anything. And the thing is, is I believe them. I believe my own excuses. I'll be like, oh, I can't do that because I'm tired. I'm not tired. I'm just saying that. So I actually have it written down on a poster on my desk. It says no excuses. And I see it every day. And it's just a little bit of a reminder to just cut it out and just do what you have to do. So, yes. We often talk to, to people about avoiding putting conditions on their goals. Like, I want to write a book, but I need a desk first, and then I need a good chair, and then I need a good light, and then I need a, I need a proper pen, and then I need this, and then I need that. All you need is a piece of paper and a pencil. That's all you need. So there's a vast difference between knowledge and wisdom are similar, Mallory, uh, but a person with knowledge may not be able to transmit that or find their way out of a brightly lit room. But however, a person with wisdom uses their accumulated knowledge to make choices and walk through life. So uh, please don't take this the wrong way, but uh, being younger, it sounds like you've used your experience and translated that into wisdom. Do you like to play video games? I play this one game called Heyday. It's farming. Okay. Okay. So... You play a game, and you gain experience points. And if you gain enough experience points, you can level up. So when you level up in a video game, what does that mean? You get new responsibilities. You can play the game better. You gain better knowledge. You can navigate the game better. And that's like life. So no one can gain wisdom by attending a lecture, a PowerPoint, doing whatever, doing those type of things, reading a book. Oh, there's so many self-help books. I'd like to throw most of them away. Uh, however, but what you've done is you've played the game enough to gain experience points and to level up. We're going to continue our conversation with Mallory on our next podcast where she continues to explain how she continues to bloom through life and how you can do the same. As everyone has been waiting for this free prescription, which can be filled anywhere, fruits, nuts, and vegetables, unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. And do a kindness for another. Do a kindness for yourself. Forgive another and forgive yourself. If we are not all of God's children, 
none of us are. Till all of us are free, none of us are free. Make choices and be good to yourself today and every day. Namaste, my friends. If you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait.